Jo. Sleep paralysis. Welcome, everyone. We're going to talk about sleep paralysis today because that happened to me last night, and I want to share my. What's up, Ben? I want to share my thoughts on it. Um, but let's wait on more people to join. In the meantime, we wait like a few minutes, like one or two. In the meantime, I'm going to eat my delicious chocolate. Dark chocolate. Amazing superfood. You can use that to treat, you know, some form of bad mood because of the serotonin producing properties of, of chocolate. But overall, chocolate is amazing if you consume dark chocolate. All right. Mm, I see people are joining, so we can start. Um, I want to talk about sleep paralysis today um, because that's something that happens to me sometimes. And I have a different view compared to, um, compared to, you know, what you would consider as medical advice. Because when we think about sleep paralysis, and I actually have a WebMD uh, in front of me, it said that, um, wait, it was not WebMD, I had a different page. Um, oh yeah, okay, sorry. Uh, let's take the uh, Wikipedia, um, you know, definition, which says sleep paralysis is a state during waking up or falling asleep, in which a person is aware, but unable to move or speak. And that's kind of a messed up situation to be in, right? So you want to wake up, but you can't. And for someone who's never experienced a sleep paralysis, this sounds ridiculous. Like if you want to stand up or wake up, you should be able to, right? That's the idea. And I mean, I agree on that. However, if you've ever experienced a sleep paralysis, you know, you just cannot. It doesn't work. Like your mind tells you move, but you don't. And this lack of control over your body frightens you. And you are, um, you have the feeling that you are getting attacked. And what usually happens, and there's there are amazing pictures on Google, is that people think that there is a, a, a demon or an alien or a spirit around you that attacks you. All right? And um, I'm gonna, wait, let me, let me flip that camera because I have some, check this. That's what people feel or this right so that you cannot move and some demon or evil spirit is going to attack you that's what people feel and that's normal right so i personally had the very same experiences numerous times but what happened with me is that you know these spirits or that my mind 
actually showed me a different state of consciousness. So I made the sleep paralysis positive, which I'm going to explain. All right. Now back to WebMD, um, to the medical treatment of it. Like um, a person, I don't remember who exactly that was. Um, is she in the chat? Um, I don't know. I don't see her. So anyway, there is a, 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 a strive to seek a solution for sleep paralysis. And you can take antidepressive medications, you can work on your sleep schedule, you can reduce stress, which are possible causes of a sleep paralysis. But the way that I see it is that sleep paralysis usually happens to me when I'm most relaxed, right? And another indication of sleep paralysis is that you are either uh, bipolar, that you might be schizophrenic because you see things or perceive things which are not there, the demons. But what I personally see is that this is a, a way of how your mind handles the fear of let go. And this is not medical advice, right? This is just my experience. Now, my experience with sleep paralysis is although it's a frightening experience first, you can and you will, if you train it, master the paralysis because your state of consciousness is quite interesting. So you as a, as a human are able to transcend and, 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 and let go of your body. So that means that your consciousness is kind of detached from your body and you can further and, 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 and not further, but you can deepen this condition, which then can lead to some form of astral projection or out of body experience. Right. And now let's talk about my experience with it. So the first time that I had an astral projection for everybody who doesn't know what an astral projection is, I'm going to sum it up. It is the state, a conscious state where your spirit or your consciousness leaves your body. It's almost as if you are, you know, you're a debt, you're a ghost, right? And some people experience an out-of-body experience before they die or before or in surgery. So they see themselves as a as an angel or they see themselves as a ghost. They look on their own body. And that's an experience that I've had before. But what happens with me is in these transitional periods of sleep, falling asleep and waking up or um, or when I'm like in this very, very vivid state of dream, right? REM sleep. So what you can do with this fear state of not being able to move is to train yourself and, and tell yourself that this is not real because it is a fear uh, it is a pure fabrication of your own mind. So you are creating this detachment from your body because your consciousness tells you that there is more. And I have no idea why we react um, in a way that we're afraid of not being able to control our body. But this initial reaction to the sleep paralysis is what makes it so frightening. The sleep paralysis per se is just a state. Your consciousness is detached from your, from your uh, motor, from uh, motoric. So from your ability to willingly control your muscles, control your, your, your respiration, etc., etc. Right? However, 
our reaction, because we are not used to it, nobody teaches us these kind of things, is always fearful. Because that's being like um, physically, uh, 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 like like when people go go through an accident and can't move, etc., etc. Um, that's like one of the worst feelings and worst imaginations that we can have, and it is horrible. But during this state of 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 detachment from consciousness to your body, so the sleep paralysis, you can actually access this detachment and can explore your environment without your body, which you would call an astral projection or an out-of-body experience. Now, this might be completely a, you know, a fabrication of my own mind, um, but having these experiences numerous times and I'm not, you know, somebody who, uh, or I'm very, very affirmative that I have no, um, no mental disorder to that degree that I can hallucinate that much. Um, I'm very, very aware that this is a state of consciousness that is not well researched in the scientific community. However, there is some form of knowledge and wisdom in ancient texts right you see it in kemet in 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 the bird that leaves uh, a dead person or a sleeping person these are all indications that other cultures were aware of the ability of our consciousness to leave the body at a certain point through herbs through meditation through uh through through um you know through through um what's it called rituals but we just don't know it yet in terms of scientific Western uh, uh, knowledge. Does it mean that it doesn't exist? No, it exists because I personally experience it. Everybody else um, or some people experience it. Now, my appeal to you is instead of seeking a solution for your sleep paralysis, you should work on your fear of letting go. Because that what helps me. I haven't mastered it, but that's something that helps me a lot when um, I have a sleep paralysis. And that is that it is a pure fabrication of my mind and that I choose to be afraid of this moment of paralysis. But I also can train myself to choose to not be afraid. Does that make sense? All right. So, just because I'm not trained, that nobody taught me that there is something like a sleep paralysis, doesn't mean that I have to be afraid of it, all right? And what happened to me, actually, as I mentioned before, I went through a sleep paralysis. I felt like there is a spirit guiding me. And the very same spirit with, like, gave me such, an, such a worrisome feeling, such a fear that I had to step up and ins instead of deciding to wake up, because that's what you can do with the sleep paralysis, um, you can decide to embark on that journey and further detach. Because what I would also have as a symptom is that it almost like a magnet, something that pulls out something like my, what you would consider the soul out of my body. All right. And that's a very weird experience. It's almost like dying, right? And, um, well, Victor, I see you. I'm going to bring you in. Um, so 
that is such an interesting, interesting concept. And you can, again, deepen that by choosing to be bold and by not being afraid to let go of your body because leaving your body in terms of consciousness, human connection is very fearful because that's our definition of death. But it may be that our overall construct of society and overall construct of life, the way we see it, the way we were conditioned to, to see it, is just wrong. All right? All right, Victor, um, I'm going to bring you in. And in the meantime, you introduce yourself. I'm going to eat a bite of my delicious chocolate. Yo. What's up, man? You good? What's good, man? You good? I just I just saw the topic and I was like, yo, I got to I got to bring something on it. <laughs> okay, you got to say it. Too? Yeah, I mean, I was wondering like what what happened to you? Like it happened last night? Mm, yeah, so last night I had a dream. And um in my dream, I um I had a sleep paralysis, right? So I was stuck. And, yeah. And, and I was, uh, like, in that, because I was, the dream was very vivid. Yeah. Um, I didn't notice that I was dreaming. So usually, you know, I'm able to lucidly dream. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you just dream, unaware or, like, let's say, uh, unconscious of it. So yeah. what I thought, what I dreamed was that I was in my, um, in my bedroom and that somebody was coming out my bathroom and I couldn't move, Right. And I was afraid, okay. and I, I felt like I was laying on my side, and I couldn't move, and so I couldn't see the door. So I felt like somebody is creeping on me. And okay. then I told myself, well, shoot, I'm in a sleep paralysis. I'm afraid. Let me wake up. I woke up, and that's the moment that I realized, yo, man, you could have gone further, chose the sleep paralysis, and then enter what people consider an astral projection or out-of-body experience. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, yeah. for example, the, the carpet that you have in the back, right? Can you show it? Yeah. What? The, the mandala? Yeah, that thing. That thing, exactly. You see how um, how everything narrows down to a little, like, it's almost like a tunnel? Yeah. Yeah. Right? So when I had my out-of-body experience a few times, I go through such a tunnel and then enter a new sphere. That's how it feels. Okay. Or at least that's what my mind uh, creates, almost like interstellar. When when you know Matthew oh, yeah. McConaughey drops into the black yeah. hole, that's literally what I experienced a few times, right? Okay. And every single time, I had a sleep paralysis, and every single time I chose to uh, to 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 seek the sleep paralysis instead of fighting it, because once you fight it, you're afraid and you just want to wake up. And you wake up yeah. stressed. But if yeah. you once had the experience where you choose to detach from your body, yeah. right? You end up, uh, at least not you, but I end up having such a, um, such an experience. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's curious because I dealt with a sleep paralysis a lot of times. Interesting. Interesting. Because because of that, obviously, I did I did some research and yeah, so that that you can actually control that to to have like a astral projection. Mm. And last time I had sleep paralysis, I tried it. I didn't I didn't get into a like astral projection, but I remember like having 
yeah, kind of like lucid dreams. Um, yeah, going into a deeper stage of the dream. Uh, yeah, it was weird. The thing is that, yeah, normally when you have sleep paralysis, you feel really afraid. Yeah. You, you can't control that emotion. But I, yeah. I, I disagree on that, you know. Like, I don't think that sleep paralysis per se is a fearful situation. situation. It happens, and then you choose to react in a fearful state because you're, you know, you're not used to this yeah. state of consciousness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's why. But that's why sometimes um, most people, because it's not something that happens often, mm. um, there's people who, yeah, like, it happened to me as well that you, you know, you feel like afraid because you feel like, I don't know, for me, how I lived it uh, on the first times, it was like, I felt like I was about to die or something, you know, because I couldn't move my body. I couldn't, I couldn't scream. I couldn't open my eyes, you know, so I was like, I was like, yo, so I'm conscious, but I, I have no control of my body. What's going on? Like I'm leaving the body or something, you know, so. But then, but, yeah. Th after... But that's the thing, yeah. That's the, we're sorry, sorry to interrupt, but the, the fear, the afraidness is absolutely normal because you know detaching your your consciousness from your body or not being able to will it willfully control your body is what our yeah. definition of death is, right? Yeah. So we're yeah. afraid of death, but it's not really death and sleep paralysis. It's just the route, like the term yeah, yeah, yeah. itself says that you're paralyzed. Yeah. Right? And usually, that's not a general definition, but if you're paralyzed, you're paralyzed for a certain amount of time. So you actually know that you're going to, you know, you can return to not being paralyzed at almost any given moment. Of course, you can get in, a in such a shock that you, you know, completely lose it. But, uh -huh. you know? But, but, yeah, I think, I think in order to reach that point, you have to go through this, like, very time like yeah at least more than three times you have the, to like, like you have to actively remind yourself that yeah. this is a pure fabrication of your mind or your consciousness and that you can choose to react differently to this very special state right? yeah because that's how like, i'm not i'm not generalizing it this is just a tip right i'm not a you know, yeah. psychologist or something but that's how i deal with it Sometimes, obviously, I'm not aware that I'm that I'm able to control it. So, like last night, last night, yeah, I woke up. I chose to, you know, retract from the sleep paralysis and, you know, go back and wake up. But the moment I woke up, I I was like, damn it, you know, I yeah, it yeah, just yeah. like that. But yeah. you know, this entire thing gave me so much energy, and today was just nice. You know, I, I, I got so much energy from that sleep paralysis because that's for me an indication that I'm aligned. And let me tell you this, yeah. Um, whenever I have a sleep paralysis and I chose choose to be fearful, yeah, it's almost as I can hear the sound of my thoughts, the sound of, of my mind, the sound that my thoughts generate. You know, when we say that you know our brain waves have certain frequency and that we go through uh, lucid dreams or vivid dreams in a certain frequency, right? Yeah, yeah. I can literally feel or hear when I'm afraid, which is a scratchy voice, like in horror movies when they say like creaky doors and stuff. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. That's frequency that I hear in my in my sleep paralysis when I'm afraid. 
When I'm yeah. lying in my sleep paralysis, the sound is magical, almost as if like you have millions of people behind you, millions of your ancestors behind you that chant like um or hum or like this um uh, uh, voice. And that uh -huh. empowers you to go deeper and detach further, right? And these are very um, common symptoms or That's observations that I made throughout these experiences. That's, that's curious because what happened to me is, and it's also something that I don't really understand at this point, but most times when I had sleep paralysis is because I wasn't emotionally balanced, let's say. And, and I remember once that I, I felt like I got into sleep paralysis, but I was afraid. And I remember hearing like a voice of a woman screaming, like, and that actually scared the hell out of me. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, but it's curious because it happened to me more than once, but I think it's because I never reached uh, a positive state during a sleep paralysis, let's say. Um, I haven't you know, experience the opposite, like you said. That's the thing, yeah. Um, this is so, um, this is so uh, controversial of a statement that I make, right? Because obviously, not being able to move is not a good thing. Like, it's, ver like, yeah. it's very normal to be afraid of that. And just the idea of it, you know, uh, again, yeah, it like goosebumps, but not in a good way. However, because I made the other experience, because like the way that I reacted to the sleep paralysis was just different. Just my reaction was different. And all of a sudden, yeah. I have like one of the most blissful experiences of my entire life. Like these sleep paralysis yeah, are so important to me. I got so much information from these sleep paralysis that it changed my life. The way that I see life, the way that I you know, walk, the way I talk, the way I do. And... I just want to help people who suffer, not suffer, but who experience this to see yeah, it in yeah, a different yeah. way. It's like, um, you know, when you, I don't want to make this comparison, but that's quite fitting. Like when you go to war, you can be afraid of dying or you just do your job. Yeah. Right. Or you go in a fight, you go in a competition, like you're either afraid to lose or you're eager to win. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's a different way to react to everything. And, you know, yeah. I personally, I, I try to choose as much as possible to be brave in these situations so that my mind is strong, that the warrior in myself, inside myself, you know, yeah. feels satisfied. And every single time I do it, I feel really good afterwards. Right? It's it's all it's all about the attitude yeah definitely like everything in life at the end but yeah man i gotta go i didn't have much time but i just saw that you were live and talking about this and i was like yo i just want to bring my my point of view as well and yeah it was cool man you're good you're good you always appreciate it you know all right, yeah, man. I see you. so yeah really that's really cool that you were talking about this i appreciate that i appreciate that yeah. peace brother take Peace out, peace out. So that was my guy, um, Victor, from, um, from Spain. A good guy. We worked together. Uh, he was my client a few, a few years ago, actually. Um, one of my first clients. Um, anyway, cool guy. So that's my experience and my, you know, input um, for you 
uh, when it comes to sleep paralysis and that you can actually make something positive from such a weird and fearful state. Again, I say that again, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't seek, you know, a psychologist if you're really afraid of it. Um, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't get treatment if you want to solve this problem. I'm just offering you another version. This is not proven. Um, this is in terms of like uh, scientific research. This is pure experience based and this is purely based on ancient wisdom, which to a certain degree we can accept as a fact, uh, depending on who you are, right? I do, um, but I don't know if you do, but overall in this world of social media, it's always better to have scientific evidence behind that, isn't it? So, um, yeah, fam, I want to give you a chance to ask me uh, some questions regards that topic. If you have questions some, about something else, um, you might as well ask that. Um, I hope that you could take away something from it. I'm going to upload this uh, Instagram Live on my IGTV, and I'm going to upload it on my podcast so you can listen to it as a podcast. All right. Um, uh, podcast name, by the way, is Story of Haru. Uh, if you're interested in it, I also have other episodes where I interview, uh, you know, uh, a football, one football player, a British football player um, called Emil Heskey. Um, I also interview Aris Latam, you know, I interview Coop. Um, so they're great, great. Um... Wait. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, how can you astral project from a sleep paralysis? So. Let me explain this. Um, yeah, yeah, I already experienced, uh, explained my, my experience before. Um, so I'm going to, again, I'm going to upload this on my podcast and IGTV, and then you can re-listen to it. Um, so how can you astral project from a sleep paralysis? I covered that before, but I'm going to answer that one more time. So a sleep paralysis is almost like, it's a very weird state of consciousness, right? Um, that means that your body is not, your, your consciousness is not able to control what your body is going to do. So you're asleep, you're dreaming, you're doing whatever, and you want to move, but you can't. It's like you're tied up, right? And that's very fearful. And the moment we are in this state, um, we are almost like detached from our body. So our consciousness is detached from our body. And we always see people, um, you know, explaining um how a spirit or a demon or alien came to you or whatever but actually what this very unique state of consciousness can do is that because you're to a certain degree detaching from your body so your consciousness is de detaching from your body but it's not detaching fully so you still have information about who you are um how old you are where you live etc and then you can create this like ghost-like experience, which is called astral projection, right? So how can you do that? Instead of choosing to be afraid of um, the, the sleep paralysis, because the sleep paralysis is just an objective state where you cannot access the motoric functions of your body. But you can, but then you choose to be afraid because that's a state of consciousness that you're not familiar with. But you can also choose to embark this journey and further explore what people then consider um, an 
out of body or outer body experience, short OBE, or um, astral projection. Um, what is the cause? So that's, that's actually very interesting because I was not able to find the cause of it. Um, so for example, WebMD um, says that the cause of this might be lack of sleep, sleep schedule that changes, mental conditions such as stretch or bipolar disorder, sleeping on the back, which actually is a good thing, uh, other sleep problems such as narcolepsy or nighttime leg cramps, use of certain medication, and substance abuse. That's what, um, that's the, these are the causes, right? Um, Rosa says, I had the most intense sleep paralysis after I went home coming from a 10-hour flight. After I woke up out of this experience, I still felt super paralyzed. I wonder if the long flight had an impact. Yeah, that's, again, it's very common that you get sleep paralysis when you're stressed. Um, my personal experience, my personal experience is that I always get sleep paralysis when I'm very at ease, when I'm, you know, chilled, relaxed. That's weird. So I see this as, um, as a way to, to embark on my spirituality because I use dreams and these out-of-body experiences and my lucid dreams as meditation to explore what the mind is capable of, right? I just don't understand why I would want to not be afraid of someone attacking you. Oh, that's a good point. Um, that's a very, 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 very good point. Um, so I just, th this comment is, I just don't understand why I would want to not be afraid of someone attacking me in my sleep. That's the thing, yeah? That someone, that alien or whatever is not real. It doesn't attack your body. There's nobody in the physical realm, right? If we would go on and say in a spiritual in a spiritual sense that you have a spirit there, then the spirit might only attack you on a conscious level. But to be able to defend yourself on a conscious level, you don't need your body. If that was the case, right? If that was the reality that we would live in. So no matter what happens, even if there is something in this conscious state, in the spiritual world, it wouldn't affect you. So you can just choose to embark on this journey and change that it's a pure fabrication of your mind and if your mind is strong enough and if you're well trained in this by telling yourself that this is not real that this is a pure fabrication of your mind you can go further all right so how or why do i why am i not afraid of someone attacking me in my sleep paralysis because there is no someone there is nothing that attacks me. All right? It's here. Um, questions. Yo, this got me, this got me confused why I got so many hibiscus tea things, but I uh, pulled something, right? I asked what tea I'm drinking. All right, you guys. Um, I don't see any more questions. So I'm happy for everybody who's joined. Um, this was a great talk. We talked about sleep paralysis. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to upload everything on my podcast and on my um, on my IGTV, so you can rewatch that. It was a very great and informative uh, 
exchange of ideas. My guy Victor um, had a cameo. So um, one last thing before I go, if you um, are interested in working with me, um, obviously you can choose a, um, a, a personal consultation. And I have this new program, which is called Detox Fam, where we go through a 14-week program, meal plan, cookbook, everything included, where we built healthier habits. Healthier habits not only for um, your, your physical health, but also for your mental health, so you feel more at peace, more aligned, etc., etc. So I'm happy about everybody that supports, everybody that joins, because you get something out of it. So, um, yeah, fam. That being said, I enjoy my chocolate, and I'll see you around.